4: Well, don't worry about it. I did. I'll, I'll I'll pass a couple of things on to you about the debate. And I'm really sorry that uh, CNN uh, Mediate uh, refers. To, no, no, no. It's a uh, it's uh, Fark News refers to that as uh, Chicken Noodle News. Anyway, Chicken Noodle News uh, did not make any of the uh, the audio available for us to, to replay today. So I thought that's kind of uh, kind of cheap. So we uh, we can talk about it. Uh, I, I know not many people watched it, and uh, Donald Trump was having. Uh, uh, a renewed relationship with with Fox News. He did a, a town hall with Fox News at the same time the uh, debate was on. Uh, the problem with the uh, the debate and Fox News uh, town hall with Donald Trump is the Pelicans were on at the same time, and the Pelicans just killed it. Man, I'm just like surfing back and forth between these channels. Jonas Valicunas, uh scored 21 points. I mean, our, our our center scored 21 points. I mean, he was just like getting rebounds and just tapping it in. It was really an awesome game to watch. And the Pelicans won that, 141-105. to And they're 23-15, sixth place in the West, only three and a half games out of first place. So it's uh, really fun to, to watch them. But I, I did force myself to watch some of the debate last night. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Um, also, yesterday on the show, we were talking about uh, Jeff Landry, and we were talking about the closed primary that he wants. Now, we've had closed primaries for the presidential uh, races here in Louisiana, and I never liked it. And I think that maybe people are just really starting to to pay attention to what all of this means, because um, a closed primary just disqualifies or eliminates a lot of a lot of voters In in a closed primary. If it's a Republican primary, you have to be a registered Republican to vote. Now, why would Jeff Landry want to do this? Well, it seems to me that he wants to do it because, as I wrote in the blog uh, wrote that's uh, still trending on our website, WWL.com, it seems like this is the best way to ensure that only the most right-wing conservative candidates would win the primaries. There are 1.1 million Democrats, there are 1 million Republicans, and there are 820,000 Green Party, Independent, and, and others in, in the state. So what about the moderate Democrats who would want to vote for a Republican? They would not be able to do that in a closed primary. And I just think that takes away um, people's rights to vote. And it should be open, except that unless there's another explanation for this, this is Jeff Landry's right-wing radical side, where he wants only the most conservative Republican to be able to, to win. And again, he was a right-wing radical in um as attorney general, so let's see if um, if he shows signs of being that while well, he's governor. That's what the whole blog was uh, was about. It came up on the show um, yesterday, and the people of Louisiana in a poll are saying that they do not want closed primaries. In fact, I wish things would change with the, the presidential uh, primaries. I don't think it should be uh, closed. I think they should all be open. Uh, we're also uh, talking about, um, we're talking about the debate last night, and um I, again, I spent some time watching it. I thought Nikki Haley uh, did a phenomenal job. Rhonda DeSantis seemed to be a little bit on edge. I, I know some people might think that Nikki Haley was, was, was on edge, but I just, I thought she was really smart to bring up her role as U.S. ambassador. You know, Trump uh, appointed her to the U.N. to be the U.N. ambassador. And she talked about how she dealt with China, Russia, Iran, and all of those countries every day as U.S. ambassador showing that as a former governor, she has a lot more international experience than, than Ron DeSantis. Now, both of them spent most of the night calling each other a liar. So we're going to do a, a text-off here in just a few minutes. Uh, who was the best liar last night, Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis? It also seems like Nikki Haley is moving ahead now of Ron DeSantis in, in polls. And one thing that Nikki Haley uh, nailed DeSantis on was, and he really didn't have an answer for this last night, but she said... Um, You know, Ron, you've spent $150 million on your campaign, and you've spent it on private jets while I'm flying commercial. You've spent it on expensive uh, things during your campaign, and, and where is it getting you? It's getting you nowhere. You continue to drop in the polls. And he really did not have an answer for that directly. And Nikki Haley, I thought, looked good when she was talking about how sometimes she flies commercial. And he's using private jets all the time. And she was saying, You're not, that's not your money. It's the money of the people who support you, and you need to do a better job of using it. If we can't trust you with campaign money, how can we trust you with the, the, the money of the government? And then Ron DeSantis tried to point out a, a number of inconsistencies with, uh, with, with Nikki Haley. So uh, we'll see where this goes. I, I still can't help but think that if somebody like Nikki Haley starts to get some positive attention— People are going to jump ship, and they're going to start to support her. I think there are a lot of people looking for an alternative to Donald Trump, but they want it to be somebody who can win. And I believe the polls are showing. And Nikki Haley brought this up last night that in a in a a head-to-head battle for the presidency between Nikki Haley and Donald and uh, and Joe Biden, Nikki Haley wins by more than Donald Trump wins by that the, 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 the vote is, is closer split between Trump and Biden than it is with Nikki Haley and Biden. And that goes to show you that the, the, the support for Trump, a lot of it is just because he's a Republican or it's just because Joe Biden is so bad and that there are people who are looking for somebody else to vote for. So we'll have to see how all this plays out. If you've got a comment you want to join us, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Ian
0: Hoke has got some text messages. Here's a text message that says the media and the Democrats are building up Nikki Haley so that when she's the nominee, they can tear her down. Trump is better for America and it's not even up for debate.
4: Well, yes, it is up for debate.
0: I think we're going to debate that. I think the whole country is debating
4: that. I take your point. But I just just mentioned that uh, there's a couple of polls out that show that Nikki Haley does better against Biden than Trump does against Biden. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Here's a text that says, uh oh, this got a little bit out of order here. Where is it? Ah, I felt Ron DeSantis was the bigger liar. But there's a but, a big but. Nikki Haley never answered the question about receiving money from Boeing. And working for Boeing, she went on and on, but never answered that question. Typical politician. I was getting to like her a little bit. LOL.
4: Yeah, you know, it's true. Look, they they all make money. I mean, they all they all make money. I mean, it's it's the money that they make is disgusting compared to how hard you and I have to work. And, And things just fall. If you're a politician, if you're a certain type of politician, things fall in your lap. And I believe Boeing went to South Carolina, and there was this big relationship between Nikki Haley and, and, and Boeing, and Boeing, I think, paid her a lot of money. And that is just part of part of politics.
0: This is not part of what we're talking about right now, but it's at the top of the pile, and it's something we're definitely going to be talking about this show later. I just saw a USA Today article. George Carlin is coming back to life in a new A.I. generated comedy special. No. Very interesting. No. Pass. No. Hard no.
4: No. Stop doing that. No. No. The best way to put A.I. in its place is to reject it and don't watch it. And George Carlin's daughter says that A.I. or nothing or nobody could recreate her dad's comedy comic genius. And I, I agree with her. So just reject the AI stuff. I know some people might watch out of curiosity. Well, let's just see how good AI is. But I just think that's a totally a a, a travesty of justice.
0: Uh, Here's a text from Sal who says, Scoot, I don't understand how I can vote for any party for president. But if I'm an independent or I don't like any of my party's candidates, I must either not vote or vote for someone I don't like. What's fair about that?
4: Well, it's not fair. And and. You know, you and I, in most cases, are never going to have the ideal candidate we want to vote for. I mean, how, how often is there a candidate that you just love everything about him? I mean, there's some people who love everything about Biden, there's some people who love everything about Trump, but most people have ambivalent feelings about both of those and, and, and uh, of all politicians. So you just have to kind of understand that the reality of it is that we just have to pick the one that we think is best because they all lie. They all get money they probably shouldn't get. They all cheat, and we just have to pick the best that we think uh, will represent us.
0: I'll give you two more quick ones. Uh, This one says, so basically, you're going to tell your audience, if you're a registered Republican, you're a right-wing radical. You're pathetic. No, I didn't say that. Wow. Wow. That's just, no.
4: I didn't say that. I mean, if that's what you want to think, this is America. You can you can think that, and you can send a, a text, and, and we'll read it on the air. But you're you're wrong. I mean, I, you know, this is why people get so sensitive. Look, if you're um, if you could, if only Republicans can vote in a closed primary, then that's the best chance to prevent moderate Democrats from voting for a Republican. Therefore, the best chance of solidifying. The most right-wing conservative to win the primary is to have a close primary where only Republicans can vote. At no time did I ever say all Republicans are right-wing radicals.
0: Some of the times the people that text in and say that you said something you didn't say, like how do you go about your life? Like you're 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 checking out at the grocery store. <laughs> you're at the Rouses, and they say like paper or plastic, and you go
5: f <laughs> you. What? What do you, like, what, gotta, what, do you, what do you mean? Paper what are you talking about?
0: Right. You no, know, come on. Like listening comprehension is just in the basement. All right, I'll leave you with this one. What about the John Lennon AI song?
4: I'm not you know, I'm not a fan. That was I a mean, different
0: situation.
4: Well, because it was stuff that he'd already done. It was stuff that he had already he recorded, did, yes. but the
0: quality of the audio was so poor that yeah. they used an artificial intelligence doodad to to scrub it up and make it sound, you know, like it was recorded yesterday. There's a big difference between using that technology for something like that. Versus putting everything that George Carlin ever said into the computer and then shaking it up like, you know, flies in a jar and then having it crap out a brand new George Carlin special.
4: Nobody wants that. You know, I mean, I I think it's fascinating that that can happen. I'm fascinated by AI. But if we support that sort of thing, then we're 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 supporting a falsehood because it's not George Carlin. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's something, you know, George Carlin may have said these things, but the, but the whole thing is going to be different. I mean, I'm not, I'm not for that. I will happily reject that. All right, let's go to uh, Joseph and Mettery. Hey, Joseph, welcome to the show. Hello? Yes, hey, Joseph.
5: Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm thinking that no one, this might be out on the Internet, maybe somebody brought it up. But uh, has anyone thought that a weather weapon controlled by the Russians may be at play in this uh, winter we're having right now? all the weather?
4: So wait a minute. You think with this really cold weather that's coming, it could be the result of a Russian weather weapon that is being yeah. used to attack us?
5: they were, the Russians would be very afraid to use it if trump was president the Russians are afraid of okay trump. so and I'm not really I don't worship trump as a new a new Jesus but I think they would be afraid to use it if he was president Donald Trump was president joseph i think yeah.
4: you' I think you're totally cuckoo
5: <laughs> well you, you would disappoint me. If you didn't
4: say that. That would, you know, yeah, that's the nicest way I can put it. You're just, it's cuckoo. But, you know, this is America. No, you, can, um, yeah. you can believe that if you want to.
5: I, I, I think that, you see, the reason why I really say that is who is leader of the Russians
4: right now? Well, no, the, the Russians have nothing to do with Vladimir this weather. Putin. The, the I, Russians have nothing to do with this weather. The weather's, this is something Vladimir that happens, Putin. this Putin. weather, Joseph, we get cold weather now and then. It, this is nothing. Right, you, you this You know, is know nothing, Vladimir no. Putin. You know
5: Vladimir Putin. I don't
4: He's know. He's the leader
5: it. of the Russian Federation.
4: Yeah, I heard that. He spent
5: 16 years in the KGB.
4: Okay. And you think that okay. they've got a weather weapon that they can use on the United States? Why are they picking on us?
5: Because we have the weakest national leader in this country. Well, why, why, I mean, why are they? Ahead.
4: Why are they? Why are they sending it to Louisiana and the, and the Gulf Coast?
5: well it's the whole down country
4: okay joseph listen i'm going to let you go because i'm sure you've got a lot of other cuckoo thoughts to think about and i don't want to take up any more of your time it was very entertaining that you called the russians have a weather weapon and they're using it because biden's president they wouldn't use it if trump was president and they're targeting america with a weather weapon
0: you'd think that maybe he would want to use that on the you know of his own country that is unfarmable because it's so cold and frozen all the time? But what do I know?
4: But we've had this kind of weather before. This is not a one-time event. It's rare that it gets this cold, but it has happened before. In fact, it's happened long before anybody would ever suggest that there was some kind of a weather weapon or some way to control the weather. So, my God, man, you know, I, I still don't understand the mentality of people who go out of their way to look for conspiracy theories to believe in. If you have a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers talking text line is 504-260-1870. Hey, last night while I was watching the debate, the, the one thing that I just wanted to say to both of them is Tell the truth. I think some some I think some politicians and maybe some people just don't even have the ability to tell the truth. I'm screwed on the air and we will be back on WWL.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: You know, the good news is that uh, crime statistics are are down in in New Orleans and around the country. Crime stats are down, except for people over 65. This is fascinating. The uh, median age in America is about 38 years old now. Uh, That's 10 years older than it was in in 1970. So there are more older people now, and more older people are committing crimes. Sadly, it may be because some grannies... Are going to a life of crime because of because of poverty that they don't really have a choice and this is a a worldwide phenomenon in south korea the rate of the elderly committing crimes is growing faster than the senior population and the number of crimes committed by seniors in korea jumped 12.2 percent from 2011 to 2013 and that's uh, more than twice the growth of the elderly population in uh, in south korea in the United States in 2000, about 58,500 arrests were made of Americans over the age of 65. By 2013, uh, that had increased to 44 percent to 84,415 uh, senior citizens uh, arrested. And Bureau of Justice Statistics have now found that the rate of the elderly uh, crimes, elderly criminals among people between 55 and 65 actually decreased since the 80s, but over 65 the numbers increasing. All right, so why do elderly people commit crimes? I mean, is it something other than than poverty? And and, and what 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 are they what are they stealing? What I mean, is there something is there something that uh, seniors need that other people don't need that they're going out there and stealing stuff? I just thought that was a really interesting statistic. That the crime rates are going down, except if you're over sixty five, crime rates are going up. I'm Scoot on the air. If you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about, the Okunard Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Uh, let's go to uh, Daniel in Mettery. Daniel, you're on WWL. Good afternoon.
5: Hi, hey, Scoot. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, so earlier you guys were talking about how wonderful the economy was uh, during Trump's reign. But if you look at how things are done in Washington, Obama's... Uh, tenure really didn't end until the third quarter of 2017. So all those economic goodies that were derived from Obama ended up in Trump's administration.
4: Quite often, the economy quite often the economy starts to, to turn, or there are signs that the economy is turning, prior to the new president taking office, and that happened with uh, with Bill Clinton. There were signs, and I remember right. talking about this on the air. There were signs in 92 that the economy was totally turning around. It hadn't manifested itself yet under George H. Walker Bush. But Clinton took office uh, when this trend was just manifesting itself. So Clinton got uh, got total credit for improving the economy when the signs were already there before he took office.
5: That's true, but while Clinton was in office, there was he left the, the country, the, the treasurer, with the surplus.
4: I'm sorry, you were breaking up. I didn't quite hear what you said.
5: When, when Clinton left office, he left the Treasury with the surplus.
4: When, That's a fact also. When Trump left office. No, when Clinton left office. When Clint le- yes, I, re- I remember that. Yeah, no, I, 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 I remember that. Those were good economic times. Um, under Reagan, right. the 80s were really good economic times. But, it, you know, it seems like when you go through a real economic boom, Daniel, you uh, in the future, you have to pay for that with uh, things changing. And, you know, the economy is cyclical. I don't, you know, I don't, um, you know, you, yeah. you, you can't panic too much when the economy's down and you can't celebrate too much when the economy's up. And remember all the people who, you know, the economy, gas prices were so low. Everybody was going out buying SUVs and trucks. And then when gas prices yeah. were skyrocketing, <laughs> man, they're going, what the hell did we do? Well, yeah, I mean, right. you, 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 you know, you can't make big yeah. decisions based on an economic trend.
6: Daniel, glad you you called the
4: show. Let's go to uh, David in Atlanta. Hey, David.
6: Thank you, Scoot. You know, Trump keeps telling that big lie. He brought billions of dollars into the Treasury by putting tariffs on China goods imported. The um, importer pays, the United States pays the tariff, not the exporter. He didn't bring a penny of Chinese money into the Treasury. And it was written in the Washington Post the other day that – THIS COUNTRY OWES $34 trillion IN DEBT. $10 trillion OF THAT DEBT WAS PUT THERE BY THE GEORGE W. BUSH AND THE TRUMP TAX CUTS. Um, DELTA AIRLINES AND HOME DEPOT BOUGHT SHARES BACK um, WITH THAT TAX CUT MONEY. MANY INDIVIDUALS BOUGHT GOVERNMENT BONDS. IT DIDN'T DO A WHOLE LOT FOR THE, for the ECONOMY. UNDER TRUMP, WE NEVER HAD MORE THAN 2.5% GROWTH. Uh, The latest GDP estimate is 5.2% growth in the United States economy. And I want to tell you uh, another big lie. Nikki Haley and DeSantis refused to implement expanded Medicaid under Obamacare. They said they wanted a block grant, which is not true. They didn't implement it because it had Obama's name on it, just like the governors of Mississippi, Texas, Georgia, and Florida are doing right now and I want to praise John Bell Edwards for implementing expanded Medicaid under Obamacare and if I could say something on a personal note I was an AFL-CIO union shop steward and I fought very very hard for health care there were ladies who would come to my desk and say David I would work here for nothing just for the health care and live on my husband's paycheck so I could have health insurance for my family yeah, my and I can, if I may say something on another personal note um, when David Vitter ran for governor, I challenged him on a talk show to sign an affidavit he never met, knew, or been in the company of Wendy Cortez. David Vitter responded by saying those rumors are absolutely true. That phone call that I made to Vitter was played on MSNBC TV for Larry Flint and Wendy Cortez. And I know Vita would never implement expanded Medicaid under Obamacare. Right now, Louisiana has that, thanks to a Democratic governor, and lives are being saved. And I hope whatever I did to help defeat Vita brought about health care for those people. And that makes me very proud.
4: David, I'm glad you had a chance to uh, to call the show. Thanks for listening in Atlanta. One of the interesting things about Obamacare is that there were aspects of that that actually kind of worked. The Republicans gave it the name Obamacare because they thought it was going to be a travesty. They named it. Republicans named it Obamacare because they thought it was going to be such a disaster that to link his name to it would, would be a negative thing, a negative stain on his administration. And as it turned out, I, I don't think the Republicans came up with, a, with, a, with an alternative plan. I mean, they said they had one, but, but, but where is it? And I, look, this is not my area of expertise. But I think we're still kind of building on aspects of Obamacare right now. Uh, From Baton Rouge, Ed, welcome to the show.
5: Thank you. Um, My comment is, I'm old, and I used to remember when we had uh, closed primaries. Didn't the parties, Republicans and Democrats, have to pay for those closed primaries?
4: I don't know. I mean, you may be right. I just, I, I don't know.
5: Yeah, so I'm wondering if we're going back to that. It'd yeah. be a good source of income, maybe.
4: Yeah, I, I guess. I bet you're not that old, Ed. Oh, I'm 80. That's not that old. Hey, you know what? Yesterday, Rod Stewart turned 79, and uh, the day before that, Jimmy Page of Led well, Zeppelin see, turned old, 80. I'm older than him. <laughs> yeah, but Jimmy Page turned 80. Mick Jagger's 80. So you're, you know, you're in really yeah. good company, Ed. Oh,
5: oh, I agree with you there. Okay. Because this is
2: better company than wherever else I'm going to have to go later on when I pass. No. So.
4: Well, Ed, hang in there, and remember you don't have to act your age. Yeah, but just
5: ask ask somebody else uh, to comment whether they're going to pay for okay. it or not.
4: Somebody will know the and, answer to that, Ed.
5: They're not old enough.
4: No, somebody. Some will, them old, somebody will know some the. They're old old codgers, my know. We got some old codgers listening. All right, Ed, okay. I, I'm glad you called. All right, if anybody knows, if if it's a closed primary, does the party have to pay for the primary? All right, Ian's got some text messages.
0: As you could probably guess, Joseph's uh, call at the uh, <laughs> in the last segment about the Russian winter weather weapon has uh, caused kind of a stir on the Oakland Heart Jewelers talking text line here. Uh, here's a text that says, why is anybody worried about the Russians? I bought a book that was written in Russian and they can't
4: even spell. None of it made sense. <laughs> you know, look, I, you know, I agree with that. I've, I, I've seen that. I, I can't ever figure out what, what it says. But if, if you're just tuning in, a, a caller earlier, he calls occasionally, uh, Joseph. Um, he he thinks that uh, the Russians have a weather weapon and they're using it. And that's why we're having this cold weather. That's why we're about to get this cold snap in the, in the, the Gulf South because the, the Russians are are controlling the weather with a weather weapon, and they would never do it when Trump was in office, but they're not afraid to do it when Biden's in office. If you
0: can control the weather, I'm, I bet you're probably not paying too close attention to electoral politics on the other side of the globe. Just saying. Yeah. Um, uh, here's an interesting point. Uh, this texter says, I wish someone would explain to these right-wing radical Republicans that Fox News, Newsmax, and other right-wing organizations
4: are part of the media. Yes, they are. They're part of the media. Now, there's a distinction in the minds of many conservatives that uh, the mainstream media is all liberal. But Fox News is mainstream media based on the definition that it reaches a mass audience. I mean, it is part of the the mainstream. In fact, Fox has, has bigger ratings than CNN and MSNBC. So by definition, Fox News is part of the mainstream media.
0: Uh, I'll give you a couple more silly ones and then we'll probably move on a little bit here. Here's a text that says, of course, it's the weather weapon. Haven't you ever heard of the Cold War?
4: Oh, yes.
0: Danny and Laplace text in and said, Joseph made me pull over, not to text, but I couldn't see to drive because of the tears of laughter. He is certifiable.
4: <laughs> I know. I was as nice as I could be when I called him cuckoo. Uh, James and Harvey is
0: here and has a delightful pun. He says, what do we wear in these clothes primaries?
4: Oh, it's a closed clothes. It's not a closed <laughs> primary. It's a closed primary. I would go to a clothes primary. What would you wear?
0: No, you don't. You don't. Are you naked? Do you not wear anything to the clothes primary? Something. And then you go there and if you, I'm, you, if you, I'm in, you, you vote for what you want to wear, and then you put it on. If and I'm you in leave. line
4: to vote, and the person ahead of me is in behind the curtain yeah and all I see are naked legs and the bare feet pale little legs sticking I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not going in there
0: i would I'm rec- not going in would, there ma'am can I have another booth <laughs> I just I, I'm sorry Please. I don't want to be a pain in the ass but I really would like to use a different booth than that one
4: all right you got a comment the Art jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870 uh, Diana Ross is now the new face of Eve Saint Laurent for their 2024 spring campaign Diana Ross, uh, eighty years old, and boy, she is in this. She's in this black dress that is hugging every inch of her. And while it's not a close-up of her of her of her face, um, she looks really really good. And interestingly, on the SOTA Rock Culture Calendar, on this day in nineteen ninety-four, Diana Ross made Mr. Blackwell's worst dress list. Mr. Blackwell referred to her as a Martian meter maid. Mr. Blackwell, he used to have. Well, I think it was a he. Uh, he used to have this um, this thing where he would announce the worst dressed person. I'm Scoot on the air. Hang on, we're coming back on WWL. On the Scoot on the air, rock culture calendar. On this day, uh, January the eleventh, nineteen sixty four, Whiskey and Gogo opened its doors on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. And Johnny Rivers was among the early performers there, and he actually recorded uh, two albums live, and two of his top ten singles, Memphis and this song, Seven Son, were recorded live. And this is a live recording from Johnny Rivers at the Whiskey. In the movie about Elton John, Rocket Man, they uh, they talked about, uh, they used scenes from uh, Elton John at uh, Whiskey Go-Go and... Got Alice Cooper and Kansas and all the big people performed at Whiskey Ugo-Go, Whiskey Ugo-Go Open on this day in 1964. And uh, think about it. That was like just before the Beatles arrived in America. Because the Beatles arrived in America in early February, and we'll be talking about that when those anniversaries come up. All right. If you want to join us with a comment, the Oakland Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. A new poll of likely voters. Well, actually, they're not voters. They're participants in the Iowa Republican caucuses. A new poll from likely participants in the upcoming caucuses, which are going to be on Monday, indicates that um, Nikki Haley uh, may hold a significant lead over uh, former governor. No, I'm sorry. He's current governor, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. And this is just a couple of days before the uh, the contest. The margin of error is uh, 4.4. But right now, let's see. Uh, President Trump holds um, 54% of likely caucus goers. It's a, 30, it's a 32 point lead over Haley, who's in second place, with 22%. I mean, that's not even close, but it's closer. And it seems like Nikki Haley is going to benefit from Chris Christie uh, getting out of the race. So let's see, what do we have here? We've got, uh, let's see, I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at these statistics. Uh, I'm trying to see. Oh, okay, DeSantis. All right, Trump is at 54%. Haley is up to 22%. DeSantis is at 13%. And Ramaswamy is at 6%. Now, there's also a poll from Real, Real Clear Politics. It, Real Clear Politics averages all the polls that are out there. And this is for the upcoming New Hampshire primary. Nikki Haley... Is at twenty nine percent. Trump is at forty three point three percent. Nikki Haley's at twenty nine percent. Chris Christie's at twelve percent, but now he's gone, and Nikki Haley is uh, apparently going to uh, receive a lot of the support that uh, that Christie had. So it's interesting that Nikki Haley is uh, gaining ground, and you know, last night I, I think she was uh, I think she was the better liar. We, we got to do a text off on that uh, for those who watch watched the, uh, the debate. Uh, I, I guess we can do it. You want to do that here? Let's do it right Let's now. Let's do it right now. All right. Um, a quick text off here. The uh, Oakenhard text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. We'll have the results right after the break. Uh, text Haley or DeSantis to the Oakenhard text line, depending on which one you think was the best liar. No, it was the better liar. Yeah, the best liar. Yeah, the better liar. I mean, they were both lying. So who do you think was the better liar? And that means who who presented the lies in the in the best way, who appeared to be a better candidate because they're the better liar. Haley or DeSantis. This is for those of you, the few of you who watched the debate last night. The Okunard Jewelers text line is 504-260-1870. So text uh, Haley or DeSantis, depending on who you thought was a better liar to that uh, text line. And we'll have the results coming up Uh, from Gretna. Jimmy, what do you have for us?
2: Hey, Scoot. Hey, look, I wanted to bring this up because people have been talking about Jameis Winston all week and should he or should he have not uh, done the victory formation and he went against the coach's wishes, and I don't really care. I get it. He's he's a free agent, and he sees he's probably going to leave, and Dennis Allen's probably coming back. So, And they made a decision, so it is what it is. And I see all sides of it, and I, I get it. Oh, and then some other people were talking, Scoot, on this show and the sports show on WWL about John Gruden. And they're talking about well should we bring John Gruden who had the quote unquote racist emails uh, from a few years ago when he was with the Raiders and he got fired uh, to come back as maybe an assistant years later and get a second chance and you know the thing is uh, he's already kind of been around the organization kind of like as a liaison at some of the training camps, so that's already happened but the reason I bring that up is I just I find it interesting and kind of I, I want to get your take on this because it seems like a lot of players specifically have gotten second chances in the NFL. Uh, Ray Lewis, Ben Roethlisberger, even Jameis Winston. You know, he had allegations that he paid out on to FSU you know, women that accused him of rape. He had a situation in Tampa when he was there where he, uh, and this is confirmed, you could Google it or look it up. Where yeah, he, We'll, well he, have Ian uh, do that. You know? Yeah, well, I've, well, us
0: put Ian to work. I thought one <laughs> I guess, time I was going to get through I, I, this conversation I'm not, I'm not without it, getting homework.
2: Jimmy's you know, always got work for Ian. No, but listen, and I'm just painting the picture for the listeners that you know James got a second chance here too. And not right, only I think your, I think I
4: think your question is, you know, um, why wouldn't John Gruden is, get a second chance? Uh, and, and, why don't, and why don't you answer that? Answer that question.
2: And 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 really and really saying, is there a difference between a second chance for a player? like Deshaun Watson, who's now with the Browns, or, or for a coach. And some people think there is a difference, that a coach shouldn't get a second chance because he's supposed to be the leader of men. Hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Jameis James was uh, right, what do you, what, do you, what do you driver.
4: Think? What do you think?
2: Uh, I think that it could be a lightning rod. I think it could be an issue. Then again, I, I, I don't know what, what's the statute of limitations for somebody doing their time, quote-unquote. Well, And the more I think about it, I mean, I, listen, I think it could – it could be bad but it's a question that i'm asking smart people like you and ian to get their feedback on because you know i'm a well, Saints fan and i want to get your yeah. take on it i deal. mean
4: look it's 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 interesting i don't think there's any kind of discrimination or anything like that going on i think it has to do with what john gruden did and he did it in modern times and the, the things that he wrote uh, shed a very very ugly light on his his character and the question is do you want somebody like that in your organization uh, society judges uh, people who are in positions of power. And if you put John Gruden in a position of power, uh, those things that he he, he has said uh, that are racist and homophobic and all that stuff, uh, those things are going to stick and they're, they're part of his character. So that's a, a question that needs to be answered. Hey, Aquaman star Jason Momoa is divorcing Lisa Bonet. Have you seen her recently? Lisa? Lisa Bonet. Like she, uh, from the... Cosby show? Yeah, yeah. They were married. I didn't even know they
0: were married. They you were married. married now? Yeah, I haven't no, seen good. Lisa Bonet in years. What are you doing, Lisa?
4: Getting a divorce. Oh. Yeah, so All um I saw happen. a picture of her and man, this woman needs to eat a cheeseburger. Oh. I mean, she's looking like a skeleton. Yeah,
0: she's a little gaunt. Yeah, a well, little, a little gaunt. Okay. Live your life, Lisa. I
4: mean, she's a pretty girl, but she's kind of gaunt. But anyway, so now that they're getting divorced, guess what? Jason Momoa has no home. I don't think he's going to have a hard time finding a home. I don't know what his credit rating is like, but he's certainly got the money. I don't feel sorry for him, but at this moment, Jason Momoa has no home. I'm Scoot, and we'll be back on WWL. I love this band. This is the 1975. Just put them in there because it's a cool song. Hey, listen, here are the results of our uh, quick text off. Who was the better liar in the debate last night? Nikki Haley was the winner as the better liar by far, was not even close. A country music star has released a song endorsing America's governor, Ron DeSantis. The song is titled Never Back Down. We're going to play that for you in the next hour. Also, if you're a gig employee, do you drive for Uber, Lyft, or Dash, or one of those jobs? Would you like to be more of an employee of the company you drive for, or do you like being a freelance worker? We'll talk about that next hour. I'm screwed on the air on WWL.